Hi, everybody. I'm Josh. And I'm Ethan. And this is The Young Perspective. So today we're going to be talking about the voting age and why in some places in our country people are pushing for the voting age to be changed from 18 to 16. And uh, to start off, we want to talk about um, the history of voting in the U.S. So from the 1940s to the 1960s, there was a big push by like uh, by uh, pretty much all the presidents during that time period to move the voting age from 21 at that time, at that time to 18. And they wanted to do this because if 18-year-olds could be drafted into the army, then they should also be allowed to vote because, uh, well, if you go into the army, you're seen as an adult and you, uh, you should be able to vote about the laws and uh, the representatives who are, going to, um, who are going to make decisions about you in the army. And so it just felt that right, that 18-year-olds are adults, they should be allowed to vote. And so that it was passed and 18-year-olds were allowed to vote. But now we're going to fast forward to now, uh, nowadays, about, about 50 years later, 60 years later, and there's a big push to uh, move the voting age even farther down to 16. And, and the, I think the biggest argument now of why it shouldn't be moved to 16 is that they're not the, the 16-year-olds aren't mature enough. People say that 16-year-olds don't have the mental capacity to make a good decision about who they're going to vote for. Um, they, they don't really have strong opinions that are developed. But I think that's totally incorrect. 16-year-olds, first of all, are in schools high schools, which are, are breeding grounds for political discussions, breeding grounds for disagreement about politics. So you have these kids who are in schools thinking about politics, thinking about their, the candidates for president, thinking about their local elections. But why shouldn't they be, be allowed to vote? I'm 14, and I truly believe I am of the mental capacity, and I could make an educated decision on who I should vote for in, in almost any U.S. election. So I think two, in two years down the road at 16, I should be allowed to vote. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, while you might uh, feel that like um, that, sixteen-year-olds are mature enough. Um, there's a lot of data that show that you know maybe their their minds were really uh, teen, the teenage years from like thirteen really to your twenties. You're still fully. It's like one of the biggest um, bits of growth since uh, besides when you're a baby. Um, and so you basically your mind's developing and you're growing and you're getting all these new ideas about um, which, uh, about uh, politics and you're learning all this stuff um, in school. Um, but maybe the reason why you're learning it about it in school is to prepare you to vote afterwards. Maybe you're not ready yet. You haven't finished high school yet. You haven't finished all this education to let you vote yet. Maybe you need to go through all this and then you can vote because maybe because uh, you're not really mature. You haven't gone through all this. And another reason why, um, why it should be maybe uh, we should keep the voting age at 18 is that experience. The majority of Americans aren't really going to start thinking about politics and really until maybe 14, 15. And so if you make the voting age 16, they're not going to have really started thinking about all this stuff um, and for only for like a year or so. So if you make it 18, if it stays at 18, they have time to think about this, see what's going on in the world, read the news um, and figure and see who they like, who they don't like in politics, what they're uh, passionate about. And that's why if it stays at 18, they can oh, maybe make a more informed decision. That, that's ridiculous. These kids if they're presented with information and they can take 10 minutes and they look at the pros and the cons and they, they can make a decision, right? Your, your opinions do develop over time, but you can make an educated 
educated decision very, very quickly based on all the facts. But I think really one of the, another big reason that the voting age should be changed and, and moved back to 16 or down to 16 is because that this, these 16-year-olds are really affected. So at 16, you can start driving. You can start working at a job. And if you're starting driving, if, if you're working at a job, you should be able to vote for the people who decide the minimum wage, who, the vote for the people who decide if the police officers are going are, are gonna to chase after you in their cars at what speed limit. You should be able to choose what happens to you in your life and in your job. And if you have the, the mental capacity to do that, and I believe 16-year-olds do, you should be, able to, you should be allowed to. The whole idea of that, like, um, uh, if, we let, uh, if 16-year-olds can drive, then uh, we should let them vote. That's kind of messed up because you can apply that to the same idea that if we can let 16-year-olds drive, then we can let them uh, hold a, carry a gun and we can let them um, uh, go into the army and lower the draft age. Um, but I don't agree with those statements. Um, a, yeah, a car is just as um, dangerous as, um, as a gun and we let um, uh, as a gun can be and we let them drive in cars. Um, so that really has, uh, just because they can drive, um, I don't think that really should be the same. That should be um, why they can vote. Yes, 16-year-olds um, are allowed to vote and they can move out and move uh, and be their own, uh, move out of their house and uh, let their, their par- parents can emancipate them. Uh, and so that's a good reason why um, 16-year-olds should be allowed to vote, because if they're living by themselves and if they're um, and if they're letting the uh, if they're living by themselves and they're uh, living all these laws and living by under this um, society that's putting all these laws. And then, yes, they should be allowed to vote. That's probably one of the biggest reasons. Of course, they should be allowed to vote if they're emancipated. 16-year-olds are pretty damn independent. You look at them, all they want to do is leave their parents' household. They want to not be told what to do. They want to make, ed- they want to make grown-up decisions. And you see, as kids get older, they have a, an urge to leave their parents' umbrella. And that's what 16-year-olds are, are going to do. So a big worry is that they'll vote what their parents think. That's actually probably not true. Because a lot of 16-year-olds don't want to do what their parents are doing. They want to do what their parents aren't doing. So they're going to vote for somebody who they believe is the right person, and they're, and they're not going to do exactly what their parents are doing. And some of that's out of spite for, for their parents' beliefs. But you, you, know, have to, you have to look at 16-year-olds. Ethan, do you think as a 16-year-old you will be prepared to vote? Uh, I do think I'll be prepared to vote. But you have to look at 16-year-olds in general. Um, just because some kids are ready to vote um, at 16, that's some people. Uh, but you have to look at the more general. You can't make a decision based off of uh, a minority of kids. You have to make it off the majority of kids. And so if uh, this universal age of 18 is what we, that's what we have established as uh, a country and really across the world in most places, uh, that's an adult and they can be able to make an informed decision to vote and they're mature enough to vote, then we should stick by the majority of people just because some 16 year olds ready they'll have to wait two years oh well um another another reason josh is that um when your kids go to school and at school they have teachers who are pushing ideas down their throats at my school a lot of teachers well they're supposed to not um uh they're supposed to be biased and not talk about their politics in class and their political uh opinions a lot of them do and so you're they rub off on you and so maybe you don't want to listen to what your parents have to do but you kind of look up to your teachers in a sense that, that's kind of a weird way to think of it, Ethan, because you're saying even if 16-year-olds are affected by the laws, even if the laws will affect how much money they make, what happens to them on the roads, how safe they are, even if it affects 
them and, and, and fully affects them. They have no right to, to vote for how the future of their, their lives will be. They have no right, right to vote for a candidate that will change their, their, their job or a candidate that will change their roads. They have no right to do that. A, a well-known student activist and a student at the, the school where a shooting occurred a couple of years ago in Parkland, Florida, Sophie Whitney, said something really interesting. And she said, if 16-year-old students are old enough to be affected by laws and realize that there is a problem, then they should have the power to help it change. So we have a big movement in our country where activists, usually young kids in high school and in college, are, are pushing for change. And these activists are making educated decisions, and these activists have every right to change their future, right? Mm -hmm. 16-year-olds should be allowed to vote because it's not, the, the vote isn't going to affect them right now, but it's going to affect them in their future. 16-year-olds should have the right to change their future for the better and for how they see their future to be. One of the things that uh, I think is kind of good about letting 16-year-olds vote is the idea that... Um, they will, if they're voting in 16, then they're with their parents, most of them. They're at school where their teachers are going to say, go vote. Their parents are going to say, go vote. And so they're going to go probably vote um, versus if they, start, if they start voting later on in life, they're, they're, they're going to be by themselves and they're not going to want to vote. And if, so if they start voting early, they can develop this lifelong uh, skill of, uh, of voting. And so um, if they, that's a really important thing. We want as a country to have a big voter turnout. And so maybe uh, having kids start voting younger can cause a big voter turnout. And if that's, if that's true, then that's pretty good. So maybe a way to uh, kind of have that is to have kids vote in local elections. Maybe 16-year-olds can vote in local elections and at 18, they can vote in federal elections. That way they still get the chance to vote. They still feel that their, their voice is heard and they get a sense of that, uh, of what voting is. And they kind of start voting out early so they can vote later on in life when it's more important they get to vote federal they already started voting and they're going to continue to vote you know that's a that's a good point it's already happening in some places so mm -hmm. berkeley california um 16 year olds are allowed to vote in local elections in a bunch of cities in maryland 16 year olds are allowed to vote in local elections it's possible but what needs to happen is the 16 year olds and, and and the and the young the young americans around the country need to come together and push for the rights of a 16 year old to be fully established. And one of those rights is, is the right to vote. And the, one of the big fears is that it's not possible. And it is possible. A constitutional amendment wouldn't be that hard. Um, it could be done on the federal level, but it could also be done on the state level. So that's why it is important for us to push our state legislatures to start thinking about it. As, as young students, we have to get it into the minds of our politicians so in the future they can think about it and hopefully vote for it. And, and, and I think as we educate more politicians, as we educate more students around the country, more kids are going to get up and, and start fighting for it because kids want their voice to be heard. Mm. I want my right. voice to be heard. And if it's not heard, I feel like I'm being scammed. I feel like that's wrong and immoral. It's not right to uh, impose us under the same laws than an adult well, that an adult American gets to uh, has because an adult American gets to vote on these laws. They get to vote on um, representatives who are going to make these laws. And so they're going to, the laws that they uh, have to obey, they have some, um, some input into. But uh, kids, 16-year-olds uh, to 18-year-olds, um, they aren't allowed to vote and they, can't ha they have no uh, effect on any of these laws besides just pushing their... Um, 
their representatives and maybe telling uh, adults, hey, vote for this, they, you'll actually get to vote. So why should they have to go and have to have to go through the same laws that adults go through when they have, it's like taxation without representation, not taxation, but um, going through just- laws without representation. And, you know, going through laws without representation doesn't only apply to, to regular laws like driving or, or working conditions. It also applies to the courts 16-year-olds can go to. 16-year-olds can go to a, an adult court, like, like 18-year-olds, like 21-year-olds, go to a regular adult court. And in that court, they can be sentenced to the death penalty. If 16-year-olds are old enough to be sentenced to the death penalty in an adult court, they should be old enough to vote. Um, this will not come easily as no uh, big change in uh, America's laws w- comes. Uh, it takes, it's going to take a national uh, amendment. will take two thirds of both houses of Congress uh, and on the state level, it'll take uh, three fourths of the state legislators. So that's, that's kind of hard to do. It's obviously possible, but it takes a lot of kids to come out, voice their support. Um, and they have to show that they care about this, that they want to be heard. Their voices want to be heard. And, and the best representation of kids doing this is activism. Mm-hmm. So you see these activist circles for climate change, um, for against abortion, or, in, or for and against abortion. You see all these young students coming out and fighting for activism. Black Lives and Matter. That, Black Lives Matter. And this is an example, just the activism itself, of students being able to being able and ready to vote. Their activism shows that they're intelligent enough to make an educated decision and fight for it. And one part of fighting for it should be able to vote for it in elections. You know, one of the things that I thought was kind of funny about this, um, with all like, the, the, the climate change movement, a lot of um, politicians and adults say, it's on you guys to fix our climate. Uh, we've already, our generation messed up. It's on the younger generation to do it. Well, how can they do it if they're not allowed to vote? If they're willing uh, to get up there and give big speeches and, and, ch- and make a whole movement about something, about saving their, their, their earth, why shouldn't they all be to, allowed to vote on that? That's, that's a good question. Um, and, and I think we've really discussed it. So we're going to encourage every single student out there to think about it. Do you feel ready to vote? Do you feel like your voice should be heard at the age of 16? And maybe if you're an adult, do you think at 16 you are ready to vote? And if you believe so, um, there's a great website. It is, the website is vote16usa.org. And you can learn about some of the missions of this, of this organization trying to change the voting age. It's not, it's actually not trying to change it federally because that's very hard. It's trying to change it on the state and local level. Um, And it is achievable as we can see by Mm -hmm. California and many cities in Maryland. Um, When with that, we want to encourage everybody to stay home, stay safe during this COVID crisis. And we also want to thank all of you Uh, today. Actually, we just hit 1000 podcast listens we couldn't have done it with you guys, obviously, as you guys are the guys, uh, people listening. Thank you so much for listening to all of our episodes, to always being there for us. Um, it's been a crazy uh, three and a half months um, of launching this podcast. And here's to another few years. And another thousand listens, 10,000 listens. And with that, we want to thank everybody for listening. And remember, this was The Young Perspective.